Hey everyone and welcome to the Games Are Fun podcast. My name is Luke Armstrong and I'm your host. Joining me this week on our annual E3 predictions episode is the Beagle Brothers. First off, we have Adam Beagle. Adam, how's it going? Going great. I'm so excited for E3 and I'm ready to be wrong about a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm so excited. It's glad I'm glad to have you back. I think this is our third year in a row doing uh, predictions together. So it's been really fun uh, that we you know, that we're able to do that again. So um, also joining us is the other Beagle brother, one, one of the other Beagle brothers, and that is Steven Beagle. How's it going, man? It's going really well. Like Adam, I am super excited about this weekend, and I am so glad that E3 is back in action. And I think this one's going to be a hot one. It's going to be a really, really good one. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. What's what's so exciting is last year we ran into the problem of like, you know, obviously COVID, there was no E3, it was canceled. And there was that big summer game mess of all these digital events and presentations. And uh, Adam, Garrett, and I tried our best to kind of react to them and do predictions for things, you know, when we had the notice for them. Um, but it worked out this year that we got an E3 event and we have a bunch of press conferences that are scheduled out uh, for this upcoming weekend and next week. So we wanted to predict what we're going to be seeing from some of those showcases. It is easily one of our, you know, most anticipated episodes of the year. It's a lot of fun for us to kind of just, you know, gush over our favorite announcements that we think are going to pop up at E3. Um, you know, some of them realistic and some of them a little far-fetched. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, that's what today's episode is going to be about. We're going to be giving predictions for the Ubisoft Forward, uh, Xbox Bethesda, Nintendo Direct, as well as uh, Square Enix, um, and maybe some other scatter predictions in there as well. But those are the kind of the main ones that we're focusing on right now. Obviously, we would love to do predictions for uh, EA Play and Sony uh state of play or playstation's e3 press conference but those two companies aren't actually attending e3 this year and they're holding events uh, at least ea has confirmed that there's an event happening next month and then playstation maybe sometime this month maybe sometime next month so we're hoping that we can get some playstation predictions in too but nonetheless guys i'm really excited to just kind of like spend the next hour and a half and just come up with some really awesome predictions i'm really excited to see what you guys have planned i'm gonna say right off the bat that this year my predictions are a little safe i think in years previous i have kind of overshot a little bit and maybe maybe i was a little overhyped for for e3 and so i i had that year off i've tamed my expectations but I, what about you guys how are you feeling looking at those predictions that you made ahead of the show do you think you're pretty confident they're they're gonna work out in your favor are we gonna come back next week and crown crown a winner here of who got the most predictions right i'll, I'll turn it over to you first adam uh i'm i'm not confident in mine uh <laughs> i i try to get a mix of sort of that safe kind of like what you're doing that safe maybe some low-hanging fruit but i also wanted to get a little bit spicy and i don't know that anything here is like super extra spicy but um i wanted to i wanted to mix it up a little bit uh if we've learned anything from our last episode where we talked about uh horizon forbidden west is that my predictions are not good so whatever i say is going to be wrong and it'll probably get contradicted uh, this weekend. So, fair enough. I 
I I feel safe with mine. Like you, Luke, I, I feel like mine were a lot of safe predictions, but we're going into not having a major event since 2019. Uh, a lot of companies, they had their chance to kind of hit the grindstone without much uh, distraction from from anything, even if they got home. I, I believe that Square Enix was not the only one that was able to be productive while the pandemic was going on. And that these companies are going to be dropping some really nice titles on us and stuff that we, you know, aren't even expecting as well. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, obviously, digital for the first time ever. Um, we're in this kind of new age of digital press conferences and stuff like the video game industry has really moved away from the traditional stage press conferences with an audience to now moving Kind of following what nintendo started with digital directs and digital presentations so it's really going to be interesting to see what the structure of e3 and their show is i know that you know GameSpot, ign all these outlets are going to have their own kind of broadcast broadcast going on but that's what i'm kind of interested in seeing because you know with the pandemic last year we had all these companies kind of like quickly shuffle to turn their announcements into a digital format and i think over the last several months you know formatting and some of those technicalities have been kind of ironed out so you know an e3 2020 digital event maybe wouldn't look as impressive i'm glad that like they kind of had that like that whole year of the pandemic to kind of like look at these digital events in the video game industry and kind of hopefully structure them in a way that's going to knock it out of the park. Like I'm, I'm really optimistic about that, but um, you never know, right? It's, it's kind of hit or miss with these digital events. Sometimes you get these companies that just knock them out of the park. And then other times you have others like, what was the point of this? This was a waste of like a half an hour. So yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Um, and I can't, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And it seemed like it just creeped up so quickly this year. Yeah. And the, the fun thing about, well, maybe funny, if anything is, you know, everyone's like E3's dead, E3's dead. Everyone's so ready to declare that there's no more need for E3. But let me tell you what, I've seen it all over the place. The hype is real. People are excited for E3 more so than any other event that's happening around this same time. Like, it just goes to show maybe E3 is not as dead as as what everyone was speculating. Um, but I'm excited for it. It's nice having this consolidated block of gaming news instead of just being strewn all throughout summer. Uh, I'm really I'm really glad about that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get started, guys. So welcome in to the show. Before we get started, we wanted to let you guys know that Games Are Fun is a weekly podcast. Every week, Adam, Steven, and I join together to talk about video game news, trendy industry topics, and give reviews on recent game releases. You can find the podcast on all major podcast services such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Just for tr- search for Games Are Fun Podcast on your podcast platform of choice, and we should pop up on there. If you enjoy the show, please consider subscribing or following the show on whatever podcast platform that you listen on. Uh, We really appreciate everyone who's already done that. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, consider leaving a review so that this podcast can be found by future listeners. All right. um, And don't forget that we 
we've taken a, a couple weeks off of the streaming, but twitch.tv slash games are fun podcast. We stream the show live over on there. And we are planning on next week's episode to be live streamed on Twitch. Uh, and that's going to be kind of a reaction episode to E3. So you're not going to want to miss that next week. So twitch.tv slash games are fun podcast. Usually Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. MST. And then please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel. We're slow, slowly, slowly, slowly growing that. And we would really appreciate some support over there. Uh, most most of you have YouTube channels, so you know if you listen to the show on a podcast platform, if you or if you watch on Twitch Live, you know head over to YouTube, subscribe to us. Even if you're not watching it over there, that just really helps us out. Help us grow on that platform. Um, yeah, that'd be much appreciated. And before we get into the predictions, I have one little housekeeping point that I wanted to make and that is the E3 watch alongs on our discord the games are fun discord so uh, I forgot to mention this last episode we talked about it literally right after we wrapped up of like what's our plan for E3 coverage are we going to be doing some live streaming reacting to the events and while it we thought you know maybe we could stream it live on our Twitch channel. Uh, what makes more sense, especially with our schedules, is actually just running watch-alongs over on our Discord. So go to invite.gg slash gamesarefun. There's a channel uh, called Discord Chat. It's like an audio channel. And we're going to be trying our best to broadcast every single one of these major press conferences uh, over the weekend and next week. So uh, yeah, you can, you know, just join in. Uh, we're going to have the, the broadcast running there and you know uh we'll we'll gauge on if we're gonna have mics open and and talk while the conferences are going on or just text whatever it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a bunch of us over on that discord page just kind of all joining together to celebrate the hype of video games and all the announcements that came from it so make sure you join in on that um yeah ubisoft xbox nintendo square like i think those are like the ones for sure happening on there um but we're hoping to kind of organize some of the other ones too um all right well let's uh, get get underway with our prediction so i guess it makes the most sense just to go kind of like rotate around the table here one after the uh, the other um i will say that we've basically we have five predictions each um, that we've prepped for and we also have a couple bonus predictions that we're wanting to make so we will maybe go through our regular predictions first and then we can talk about these bonus predictions at the end near the end of the show um, so Stephen why don't you kick kick us off with your first prediction for E3 2021 again this is a safe bet but Ubisoft, I am going to go ahead and say that we're going to see Beyond Good and Evil 2 finally making a return to our faces, and we get a release date. And I think it's going to be a little bit sooner rather than later with that one as well. And that's where my first prediction is going to lie. Interesting. Okay, so Beyond Good and Evil 2 making an appearance in what capacity? Like uh, We're, we're going to see trailer. It'll be a full-blown thing. Trailer, gameplay, and date. Okay. Do you want that's, to I think maybe a little spicier than than you give yourself credit for. I don't know that that's necessarily safe. This is when was this last? <laughs> it was last announced what 2018? 2018. Yeah. 
So like we've had now three years that this and even back then, like the game was still deep in development. It's got to be done. This thing has got to be ready to come to our systems. I think I don't recall and I couldn't cite anything off the top of my head, but I do believe that there were some development issues with the game that, that kind of slowed things down. Not only that, but they were they were kind of crowdsourcing things, too, if I recall correctly uh, for the game. I forget they had that whole that whole thing like be be a space monkey or, or something i forget what the the term was where you, like people could uh participate in some way t towards building the game I, I don't again i don't recall exactly what that was but yeah I, I think there was a lot of stuff going on with this that i i don't know that there and i'm not saying that it it's not going to show up in some capacity i just don't think we're getting a date and i don't think it'll be out this year but I could, I could definitely realistically see a trailer of some kind, maybe some gameplay. I'm just not expecting like a date or it being out anytime soon. If it doesn't show up too, I also wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. All right. I'll take it. I thought it was safe. I thought this was a safe one with how long ago it was announced and yeah. the work that had been put hey, in. Like, listen, I think I think that it has a really good chance that we're going to see it. And yeah, I don't know if it'll be this year. I'm not going to specify. That's very spicy, in my opinion. If I say it's going to be this year, my guts are telling me it's going to be next year sometime that we see see Beyond Good and Evil come out. Um, but we're definitely going to see it uh, on Saturday. So it here's the thing: there. Metroid Prime Four was announced in 2017. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard a word of it since. So three years, I mean, especially with new consoles coming out, new generation. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that three years is necessarily the safe point at which they can come out and just start talking about it and give release dates. Um, maybe, but I don't I don't think so. What I find weird about Beyond Good and Evil 2 is they... Announced it in 2018, and then I think it was 2019 E3 where we got that gameplay like showcase kind of thing. It was like a, a pretty lengthy gameplay reveal of it, and then the following E3 20 or no no I'm incorrect 2018, and then 2019 it just wasn't there. There was some sort of weird gap there where like yeah they had that kind of reveal on it and showed it off and then it didn't show up the year after so that was kind of weird and yeah i actually am more with adam and i'll just say my first uh ubisoft prediction and only ubisoft prediction was the total opposite of that steven and that is that <laughs> <laughs> that beyond good and evil 2 are nowhere to be found at the show as is skull and bones which seems more realistic with that game than but I think neither, you know, both of those games aren't even going to be have any sort of presence on like their in their presentation. That's what I'm thinking. Which where are you going with? What's Ubisoft going to do? Do you have something for Ubisoft then? Well, Lusa, Adam, no, I, I don't have anything for for them now. I <laughs> and I I feel like there's such a wild card, right? And there was was some things that were like they officially said like this is going to be here. There are certain things that we know are mm -hmm. going to be there. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I just don't know what else. I kind of wanted to to make a prediction that there'd be like a Nintendo Ubisoft collab again, mm -hmm. but I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I kind of don't think so. I mean, what maybe best case it would be Mario and Rabbids two, and I just, I don't know. I feel like it would have been leaked by now if it was. Right. So that's why I didn't. Fair enough. Make that one of my predictions. 
So yeah, I don't know what Ubisoft is doing um, other than the stuff that they've announced. Yeah, did anyone predict Just Dance? I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I almost did. But... I almost did. That <laughs> was the that's the real low hanging yeah. fruit there for <laughs> yeah, coming right. to the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. Did they yeah. do they still release it for the Wii, or did they stop? Because I remember like they were know. still releasing it for the Wii, like up until I think... like. At least ago. until 2019, I think. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. That's wild. <laughs> in 2019, they definitely, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they did 2019. I, I don't know if they did 2020 or not. Anyways. Yeah. I, Ubisoft is a weird one looking at like, I was trying to do a little prep work and yes, same thing. What they've already kind of clarified isn't going to be there and what is and um rainbow six uh i guess it's called extraction now uh previously quarantine and that is going to definitely have some sort of like um like main stage presence you know it being a big game far cry 6 obviously being a big game for them in the fall so it's like you know they have these like big franchises ac valhalla still has like another expansion with the season pass to come out and be formally revealed so it's like i don't know like they're they're kind of in a weird spot where they have like their main franchise like even the division there's that free-to-play division heartland game that's supposed to and they they shared that that's not going to be making an appearance during the forward so it's like i really don't know what they're going to show and i hope that ubisoft comes off like out of left field with something that we didn't expect they you know, and, you know, everyone's like saying Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell. That's the case every year. But it's like, I don't know. I just kind of like, I want Ubisoft to show off something this year that's like a brand new, like, I don't know. It, it just, I like Ubisoft games, but they're all the same. So I just want like mm-hmm. them to do something new and like a rigid, like not a rigid, just like something away from the like climbing your you know, your radio towers and just checking off a checklist, like give us something different in that, that, that a different game that defines what gaming is in 2021. You know what I mean? Like you have your money sellers over there. What can you show us Ubisoft? So, yep. and it's interesting. Cause it's like, they did do that far cry, like gameplay kind of reveal earlier. So it's like, Oh, does that mean that they're going to, maybe not spend as much time on Far Cry and save some room for some other stuff. Here's hoping. <laughs> yep. And that's what I was that's what I was thinking too whenever I came up with this good and evil thing is that they we already know uh there's some Valhalla stuff happening. Mm-hmm. There's going to be uh Rainbow Six is going to be happening. Just Dance is a given. Uh there's still a big chunk of window because they're going an hour. Yeah, oh, they have an hour block. Pretty long, yeah. Or no, they have a they have a pre-show that's an hour, and then they have the actual forward that looks like it's going for maybe an hour, hour and a half. So there's a lot of time that Ubisoft is going to be wow. up on the screen. There's something happening over there. They've got big stuff to show us because it's not just going to be, you know, yeah. Valhalla and, and Rainbow Six. And that's kind of and I was looking back at what they previously announced and stuff. And that's why this one, that's why I felt this one was a safe bet, is that there's not a whole lot else floating around out there. We know division's not going to be there. There's a huge gap of time that they're going to be filling up with, like, with a with a with a couple things mm-hmm. beyond good and evil two being one of them. So it's not just like 
you know, reaching in my pocket. Let me grab one, anything I can with Ubisoft, like just kind of researching yeah. around. Yeah, it, no, that's, no, I, I think, I think it's a fine prediction. Like I said, I just, I wouldn't be surprised either way, whether it shows up in some capacity or not. Mm -hmm. I think there's a case to be made either way. So I think, I, I mean, I think it was a good pick. It's a good prediction. I don't know. I mean, you make a good case with the length of time that their show is going to be. Um, I think that's a really solid case for it to potentially be there. I, again, I just wouldn't be surprised if it also wasn't there. Yeah. All right. Well, Adam, why don't you give us uh, a fresh prediction for something else then? Sure. Yeah, I have I have no Ubisoft. I, I mean, I kind of wish I did since we've been talking about it. But <laughs> uh, mine, I'm going to say, is is pretty low hanging for this is this is a safe one for sure is that uh, we're going to see official Starfield reveal and it is going to be that sort of Fallout 4 situation. Like, here's the game. It's coming out this year. Ooh. Enjoy. Nice. Okay. So, so like fall, like holiday release kind of thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Man. I think, like, I'm with you. In fact, I avoided that one on my list. I know. Uh, it seems, as it a seems prediction. too obvious. Right? So I kind of didn't, but I'm like, you know what? Like... <laughs> I'll have, think, I'll have at least one safe one in there. <laughs> I think Microsoft's going to have a great freaking show and Starfield's going to be there. And I think it's coming out this year too. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah, uh, I think it's time. I mean, it's been rumored for even before they officially announced it. Mm -hmm. And then they, they had that announcement. What, that was 2019 that they did that, I think. And then obviously last year we didn't have anything and we haven't heard anything from them since. And I think it's, I think it's time. Yeah, that's a good one. I that was one of my predictions as well, except for I put it as uh, where is it here? Um, yeah, I, the, specifically showing off gameplay reveal and stuff is going to be shown. Uh, it's not just like a cinematic trailer. And but I put 2022. And the reason for that, I, I hope for 2021. Like, I think that's possible. And I think that um, there's a lot of people kind of in the same boat as, as you guys thinking holiday makes sense. And I'd be ecstatic, but I just, I was like thinking of like, okay, there was a bunch of games that were supposed to come out last year that got delayed to this year. So like mm -hmm. any announcements that were made pre pandemic, I'm kind of like in my mind, just like, okay, that was a game I kind of expected by 2021. Maybe let's push it a little further now. So that's kind of what I've done with some other predictions too. But man, like if that's the game, like if we get like a reveal and then six months later, like, or not even like four or five months later, we're like playing it. Like that would be incredible for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, me saying that it was going to come out this year was basically the only way I could think of to spice, to spice up this sure. prediction. So that's why I did it. Yeah. But I am curious, um, what do you guys think it's going to be? Because we haven't seen, I don't think any gameplay on it yet. So do you think it's going to be like Mass Effect? Is it going to be like Fallout in space, like Outer Worlds? Uh, is it going to be something new, first person, third person? What do you guys think? All we I know is to, space RPG. Yeah, I always try to avoid stuff like that, uh, especially with the way that, um, especially now with, with the whole Death Stranding thing that I went through where they initially showed this thing and I was a little peaked and then I realized what the gameplay was and I was completely turned off by it. So like, <laughs> I kind of, I have no idea. I'm going to let the, let what they show us this year, you know, let them show it to us what it is before I make any sort of mm -hmm. assumptions. I would love for it to be like Mass Effect-y, especially since I'm in the middle of a Mass Effect playthrough. Um, 
because that vibe is hitting me really hard right now. It'll be an easy yes. Um, if it's a Fallout or Skyrim-y, you know, Elder Scrolls sort of situation, that'll be a little touchy. We'll have to see like what everything looks like, how it looks played and stuff, because Fallout doesn't settle with me well, but the Elder Scrolls series really does. So it, it kind of depends on how on the take that they go with it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll just leave it up to whatever they want to show us. I have no expectations at this point. I think it's going to be like a combination of a Skyrim Fallout, but with like uh, inspiration from, and you'll like this, Stephen, No Man's Sky, like really mm -hmm. kind of expanding the, because we're in space. And yeah. what is like, what, what is Skyrim and Fallout known for is like these big open worlds. It's like, okay, we're in space. So, you know, I think that it's going to have a focus on space travel and stuff and more of the No Man's Sky than the outer worlds where you just go into a ship and like transport to this planet. It's like, no, it's like an open universe. I'm hoping like that's kind of what I'm hoping for. But again, to echo what Steven said, I, I don't want to like create these expectations. Then it's like this reveal and it's like, oh, that's totally not what I wanted. And then now, like I my vision of this game has been tainted. Uh, so, yeah, I just I want it. I want it to because I love Fallout. I love Skyrim. You know, it's it's Bethesda Softworks. So, yeah, I would I would love for them to do that. But like just kind of like. I just want this to be a game that doesn't get made fun of for kind of being having that janky Bethesda software. Like I want them to just like this is like their, you know, their last of us or like they're just like it like I, I want Bethesda Softworks to have like this this new chapter in this next gen of like, you know, I and and not to like discredit like obviously Skyrim Fallout those are incredible franchises but we all know that certain level of jank I'm talking about like I just want like mm -hmm. this like really polished incredible sci-fi RPG that's like you know that is capitalizing on where the industry has moved since like their last game which I guess would be Fallout seventy six or Fallout four right so. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, really, really excited. I think that one... What do you guys think about uh, Elder Scrolls? We got that teaser in 2019. Do we think there's going to be... Does anyone have any predictions on that? I do. It's on my list. I think that we're going to be seeing a title because we're still waiting on where right? it's going to be. Yeah. We're going to see a extended trailer and we're going to see gameplay with a release date of next year. Ooh, wow. Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> Adam just shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> next year. Yeah, that would be... I don't think next year. So Yeah, that's that's my spice <laughs> for that one. Because we're seeing it next year. That I, one's a I little far-fetched on the date. But I think we see everything else that I was mentioned there. Absolutely. I hope so. I just... I think it's going to be absent this year. But I hope it's there. Because I really want to see what they're going to do. Uh, with with an Elder Scrolls six, because um, all we got, you know, we got that sort of just picture and sort of like half title, not like the full title, and they're basically just like, yes, we are working on it, and that's all we got. Um, yep. And so I I don't think there's going to be enough for them to show here, especially since they're sharing the stage with Xbox. Like it's not like they mm -hmm. get their own presentation, so. I just, I, with all the stuff that I'm sure Xbox wants to show, I don't know that there's enough time to uh, show an Elder Scrolls 6 when they, you know, probably don't have a lot of it. Two hours. Yet. It is two hours. Yeah. Holy crap. So maybe like an hour a piece. <laughs> Even still, might be a little bit of a squeeze, but I hope it's there. 
yeah it's it's hard to say because you think of like what else is going on with bethesda and you kind of think of like microsoft too and i, I don't mean, know Bethesda it's... has a lot of stuff that they're that they're working on right now don't they mm -hmm. oh yeah no for sure for like... sure but I, I sorry the thought i was gonna finish off was just like skyrim being that kind of fantasy rpg it's like what else like you know at microsoft they have i'm sure I don't want to like jump into anyone's predict, but like, you know, Fable or like Avowed, like those are two kind of mm -hmm. uh, Xbox game studio games that are um, fantasy like. So I and I, I, I think those are like more I, I, I see the likelihood of those kind of being in this year's E3, whereas like maybe that's next year for Elder Scrolls. So but. almost taking a step back to let the Fable fantasy take front stage as opposed to having elder scrolls also staring us in yeah. the face as a as a fantasy game yeah. i gotcha that, yeah. would, that yeah. would make that makes some sense yeah i, I kind of i think i would i think we would maybe see fable before we see elder scrolls 6 because i mean mm -hmm. how how long has it been since the the fable rumors started kicking up again that was like what 2016 20 it was the same time that halo infinite was announced hey uh the new fable was announced because they're both coming to game and, pass too yes but there, there were yeah there was rumors like i know exactly what you're talking about adam because i remember hearing them years ago at this point i think you're right 2016 yeah. 2017 it was like and it it was like playground games was being attached to fable way back then and it was like mm -hmm. for year years went by and it was just like i don't know and then last year it was like we got that announcement it was like oh shit it's real so yeah yeah i don't know is that whenever the twitter went down like somebody got a twitter underneath their name for fable and then also maybe some trademarks or something like that was happening um some trademark maybe yeah there, there was, was the there acquisition there where they yeah like like you said luke where they got playground games and i think even before they they acquired that studio i think uh fable was was kind of um being mentioned or, yeah. or talked about my hair is doing this weird flippy thing <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah so it, it it's been in the rumor mill for quite some time and then it did officially get announced last year so yeah i think that that would come out before elder scrolls 6 so yeah i think there's there's enough stuff going on between ubisoft and or not uh, Bethesda and Xbox that um, they could let Elder Scrolls sit this one out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd love for it to, to be there, of course. Oh. oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but please. I mean, I mean, I am interested going going back to that game I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, Avowed by Obsidian. We got a trailer for last year. It was uh, short. I don't even know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but. Um, that game looked very kind of Skyrim-esque to me and kind of like I'm wondering of like this is like next-gen Xbox, right? They got this whole new pile of studios. They got um, all these brand new IPs announced, uh, yet to be announced. Like they, they have this Game Pass platform that like there's going to be games developed specifically for that. So I'm curious into like you know what some of these games turn out to be um in in terms of like their capacity right like um not capacity what is the word i'm looking like in, in terms of their scale sorry like is is it going to be these game pass games are they going to be like a kind of 30 dollar experiences or are they going to continue to be like these you know several hour games that are worth 60 bucks or something like that so like i think 
that's always the in- interest I have with Xbox and um, E3 is like their their Game Pass is like their foundation of everything they announce. And so like now this is like the first big thing where Xbox Series X has been released. Like what is that? How is that going to play in with Bethesda games with, you know, their their first party games and stuff like that? Um, did you guys have any more Bethesda ones specifically that you wanted to mention? No? Okay. So before I wanted to move on to X Xbox, but before I did that, I wanted to ask you guys a quick question that I just thought of. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop, both Bethesda games, are they shown during this event um on Saturday? Now keep in mind that they have an exclusivity deal with PlayStation, uh Deathloop and Ghost uh Ghostwire Tokyo. So will they be shown attached to a Microsoft event or do they totally just not even mention either of those games? What do we think? There's a, there's a part of me that wants to say, yes, they'll do it because Phil Spencer and Xbox never really holds back on sort of the cross play and everybody's playing video games. It doesn't matter which console it is, that sort of thing. Um, obviously they prefer that you play stuff on xbox i think just because bethesda showcase and that's a lot of time to fill i think we see them i think we see Deathloop in there i think we see the ghostwire tokyo i don't see why the the only reason is if um i i can't even i can't even think of a reason why they wouldn't other than the console war and that would be it and i know phil phil's not like a big console war kind of guy so um my take is we should. I don't. I don't see why we wouldn't. I don't see why we wouldn't see them. Fair enough. So uh, my th- that's really a tough one. A but I mean, at the end of the day, like uh, they want to make money, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they. I think they show it because this is a way for them to sell these games. And also, I think if they have the terms of the exclusivity, like in writing somehow, and they're you know, allowed to talk about it or whatever. So let's say it's a year or let's say it's six months. They can still use that as a way to plug. Oh, and by the way, it'll be on Xbox Game Pass six months after it releases on PlayStation uh, products. So it's a way for them to still be like, you could buy it, you know, on launch day, but if you wait, it's going to be on Game Pass. So you can get it there and and pay no extra. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was just interested because it's like a weird situation now as we like kind of go into this Microsoft owning Bethesda and Bethesda being a company that has put games on all the platforms pretty much like, you know, there's been several podcasts out there talking about exclusivity when it comes to Beth- Bethesda games and are they only going to be on Xbox? But, you know, I I don't think we're going to it's too too early to see that right like a lot of these games and projects were already in the works before that acquisition i think that's you know in in the years down the line but i just wanted to get your guys's opinion on that because it's a new situation that we haven't really experienced for a while right is this company that you know that the only another example of uh 
that I, a couple weeks ago that popped up PlayStation copywriting the trademark for uh, Sunset Overdrive, right? Like, you know, just like taking over IPs that were traditionally on another console. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see how Bethesda works now that like they're officially a, a part of that. And um, do they really pair them with Microsoft under that like Xbox family? Or do they really try to make it like, this is our like Bethesda pillar. This is our Xbox pillar. Like that's what I'm interested in seeing on Saturday or Sunday is like their formatting around that. Um, it's going to be interesting, but you know, traditionally like Bethesda, um, you know, their, their press conferences has been really good. So I, I think like, it's just like their typical announcements and reveals of games are just going to go really natural with how Xbox is like very transparent on things. And, um, so yeah, I guess we'll, we'll we'll see if those two games make an appearance. But uh, moving on to Microsoft now, uh, Xbox is specifically um, not not so much the Bethesda side, but more of the Microsoft side. Uh, so what do you guys got for for that? You gotta pick which one. Wait, did you give a prediction? Did you give a prediction for your? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I, I was just, mine was the Starfield gameplay reveal, but releasing in 2022. Okay. I'm just trying to keep note of these things so we can pick a winner. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, good call. 2022. Okay. Um, I guess since I, I let off on Ubisoft and, and Bethesda, I'm going to go ahead and, oh man, I've got two for Microsoft. Um, I'm just trying to think. The one that I have is probably very unlikely. Very, very unlikely. They'll go to the one that's a little bit more likely is Halo Infinite shows up. We see multiplayer. We also get a beta very soon uh, within the summer. And this comes out this fall. Okay. Yeah, I... Seems reasonable. Yeah, my <laughs> mine was very safe too. I, I'm just going to say it now because it's almost identical. It's like, yeah, Halo Infinite... It gets a, a lengthy kind of, kind of gameplay trailer similar to last year, but the visuals are much more or have been overhauled, com, overhauled compared to last year's showing. And the game is going to release in specifically in October. I'm calling it right now, October, alongside this is the spicy take on it alongside a special edition Series X. I like it. Yeah, Ooh, I, like I like that it. too. I was waiting I like for you it. to get real spicy and say the next version of Connect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Connect. Now my my super my super spicy one, the one that's highly unlikely, is Final Fantasy fourteen for the Xbox Series X and S. Um, mm. I would love to see it happen, but it's yeah. it's just it won't it won't happen. I don't know why. It's already it's primed, but you know, I it probably never, but I will say with those like Final Fantasy games coming to Game Pass and like Xbox constantly trying to like have a presence in like the Japanese market, like I I think like I don't know, I think that would be awesome I, if they could like they work so well together for Outriders and everything went so, so well. They got the bugs fixed out of it, went straight to Game Pass. Like, I I feel like that relationship that they grew with that, with that game, I think it very easily could carry over to bring in Final Fantasy in. 11 yeah. was on the 360. Mm -hmm. um, 
give us 14 on there you know i'm sorry i totally took over with final fantasy 14 no (laughs) it's to be expected (laughs) (laughs) no man's sky (laughs) how about you adam uh so i did not do anything with halo because i knew that was going to be a popular choice um also that that low hanging fruit so my uh mine is sort of generic but i i found a way to sort of make it a little bit more uh focused or maybe a little bit easier to track for the sheet so uh mine is gonna is that xbox is gonna show off a new ip um that's gonna have wide audience appeal so it's not gonna be like think for instance we had that year where what was that game called grounded was announced and mm-hmm. people just kind of grown like, eh, like, eh. so like that wouldn't count, but something with general audience appeal that, that most people are going to see this and be like, Oh, cool. Look at this new thing. Xbox is, is showing. Okay. Um, so it's a little general, but I think they're, they're due for like a new IP. That's gonna, you know, that's going to kind of wow people. Yeah, you know, I was kind of thinking with with Microsoft, like with them coming, and, and Luke had mentioned this with the Series X and S has been launched. We've got this brand new console now. They've got a whole bunch of studios under wing. I was kind of feeling the same way, but I didn't know how to quantify it like you did. Just kind of this generally great new IP that they're going to be bringing around. And I think that's a really good, it's something to compete with the Horizons or the God of Wars, right? Mm-hmm. They've got to have yep. that one title. I'm, I, I get what you're putting down there, and I like it. I really like it. Yeah, it's like the one thing about E3 predictions, right? Of like, you're trying to come up, but like most of the stuff that we're going to be really excited for has not been, like we don't know about it yet, right? Like we're just trying to make mm-hmm. predictions based off rumors or things that have been announced. So that I like that prediction a lot because it's like, yeah, sure, it might be broad or whatever, but like... um like you said, you don't know what the reception is. So like, I, I, I like that addition to it. Do you have any specific, like, yeah, you don't have to pair, put it down to one developer because that's very specific, but do you have like a, a group of developers that you think it's going to come from? I no, I don't. Um, what I, I mean, what I would hope it would be is maybe an RPG of some kind. Right. Uh, Cause I feel like that's, that's a genre that's just sorely lacking on Xbox. Yeah. Uh, so I'd love it to be an RPG or, you know, something that something out of the norm, right? Like, you know, there, there's, there's so many like first person shooters on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so many like sports racing, all that sort of stuff. Like I would like to see something that's not typical Xbox. Yeah. And kind of outside the pro gamer realm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That would be cool. Um, so my next E3 pre- pre- uh, prediction, <laughs> there we go. Um, there is a game revealed by Ninja Theory, um, la- not last year, I think it was 2019, called Project Mara. And it was this really impressive, like, uh, just like, visual showcase because it didn't really show a lot of like what this game is it was basically like this announcement of like project mar is a game about like dealing with uh mental health and it was very vague um, oh yeah wasn't that super like cinematic and realistic yeah like it was like it looked like 
<laughs> just like real life. Like it just like it looked mm -hmm. photorealistic. Um, so yeah, like you, and you go on Google, you know, Google image project Mario, you can find some screenshots and, and, you know, take a, take a look at that teaser just to see what I'm talking about. But I think yeah, we're going to get, about that. yeah, I think we're going to get, um, this, this looks because it's like, it's touching on mental health, a, a serious topic. Um, it seems to be really pushing the limits in terms of its graphics and stuff. So I think this is Ninja Theory's like, obviously Senua's Sacrifice Hellblade 2 is kind of their main project but this other project that i'm sure b team is working on like i think this is something to keep an eye on and to even if it is maybe a five hour game or maybe a smaller experience like i i like this is what i'm really interested in seeing what this thing is and now that we're in next gen with these really impressive uh pieces of hardware what does project mara look like running on these consoles right um so yeah, I I kind of hope to see that one. I was intrigued by it during its teaser trailer, and you know, Ninja Theory um, had a lot of success with Hellblade, and they seem to be on track with the second one. Like I I think this is going to like Ninja Theory is going to be Xbox's Naughty Dog or their Insomniac. Like they're going to be that studio that they can count on to push out like some really awesome narrative experiences. So um, yeah. I, I just it's going to be uh, shown shown in some capacity. I don't think it I can specify gameplay or but it, we're just going to see more of it, but it's not going to have any sort of release date attached to it. I completely forgot about this game. Yeah, completely yeah, forgot. yeah, I did, too. Yeah, that was a that was a good uh, call out. Really good pool. Yeah, yep. I. And the only reason I thought is because it was one of those trailers I saw that was like, okay, make mental note of this game because it's yeah, obviously very a, impressive. So this was a game awards announcement from 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think you kind of found a gem that I was not even considering. This is really <laughs> good. Yeah. And you know, what am interest like this is obviously probably going to come after hellblade like i said with that one already having been announced but hellblade was wasn't that not announced at game awards 2019 or yeah i think it was so yeah, it's like it was. so it's like two games i don't know i don't i i don't know which one's going to come first i i, I would assume hellblade but who knows um okay who wants to go next Go ahead, Adam. I'm working on uh, our list. All right. So uh, here right now. So my next one is sort of a multi-parter. Um, so I mean, we can do this as like an all or nothing if we want. You know, whatever works. But uh, so I'm kind of skipping ahead to Square Enix, and I am predicting that all, every, Final Fantasy title that's in production is shown. So Final Fantasy Origin, Final Fantasy 16, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2, and Final Fantasy 14 and Walker trailer. Damn. Because dude. for those that maybe weren't paying attention at, at FanFest or missed it, it's a perfect opportunity to uh, you know, show off your trailer for your big MMO. And yeah, news news in some capacity for each one of these games, but every Final Fantasy game uh that's known in production will we'll get some sort of spotlight 
I love it. I love it. I hope it happens. Um, Me too. I mean, they, they claim there's going to be back-to-back news, so. Yep. I, uh, and they kind of gave us a short list on what they're going to be having there. You know, just some some minor things that they're getting. And then there's like this this blurb that they have on their site that says plus much more sort of deal, right? So um, I, I in heart, I'm with you there. My mind's not, you know, the logic isn't there for me. And we'll get into that a little bit later with my predictions. You know, I, I, oh, I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit and just say that uh, Final Fantasy 16 gets a full-blown uh, plot trailer <clears throat> and some gameplay along with a release date um, at E3 this year. Uh, that's where I'm going with it to kind of kind of go along with you but if all of that final fantasy stuff because i do have final fantasy origin as one of my backups to at least see that at um at e3 i'd be very happy yeah i think final fantasy 7 remake part 2 is going to be the trickiest one but man if they really want to like knock people socks off like that'd be uh, and and don't get me wrong like 16 would would get a lot of people hype but i think 7 remake part 2 would be just an absolute like smash yeah, well, especially like, um, what's it called? It just released uh, today, right? The um, uh, uh, integrate, integrate, tomorrow, right? So, or as, to- of, as of this recording, right? Tomorrow. Okay, so yeah, it, you know, like, it's in the conversation. People like I saw it trending on Twitter today, mm-hmm. so it's like that would be a great time to bring up FF Seven Remake again, especially because exactly. we have not. We, we don't know when when is this like let, what's the last time we heard on it? it's been a while right so like um even yeah like i don't know like i would love for that i think like if it shows up it might just be like a rehash of that and then also like oh and it's coming to pc and xbox like this fall or something like that yeah and yeah i mean it could just very well be strictly like some sort of cinematic trailer yeah like nothing you know think think like when the uh, original final fantasy 7 remake trailer came out like it wasn't really anything right it was mm-hmm. just you know you kind of had the the music you had the city you had walking through wall market like there really wasn't a whole lot there and i think you know this would be the same way mm-hmm. it wouldn't be gameplay no plot deep dives or anything like that it would just be you know at most a cinematic trailer yeah. You know what'd be cool is if they okay. If you haven't beat Final Fantasy Seven Remake, fast forward thirty seconds. But if starting now, if they showed off like some sort of tease to like the new additions that came to the first part or whatever, just like something that was like alluded to like really hit you Final Fantasy fans, but like alluded to something that's like, whoa, like that wasn't in the original game. Like I want like a moment like that. I want like whatever like the part two reveal to be to like, to like emphasize more on, on the ending of that. And like, not so much of like, okay, this is the continuation of like, but that new, that new addition to the remake of like, yeah, just like doing a crazy tease, like it would just be so hype, right? Like, uh, right, all so like yeah. they 
they do that same they fill it with nostalgia the things that we know from yeah from uh you know the, maybe the midgard zolom giant snake is out there but then there's some sort of divergent path that we notice because of what yeah occurred something that's like oh i don't recognize this but part, like it's alluding it. to like yeah the unknown like, so, yeah yeah dangle the <laughs> carrot like yeah. we know something's changing dangle the carrot yeah for exactly us yeah and yeah. they are drawing uh i i think some stuff from other games like i i believe with integrate there's some stuff from like darja cerberus in there and and stuff from like other parts of the final fantasy 7 universe are showing up already right um so yeah i think i think it yeah it very well could be that we start seeing some of that new stuff mm -hmm. creeping in so just to piggyback off of you guys, because I, I do have a Final Fantasy 16 prediction uh, on mine. So my official prediction for that is Final Fantasy 16 uh, plot. Yeah, a mixture of gameplay and cinematic in the trailer. Um, and here it is. It's going to release this November or wait, not this November. That's my other prediction there. It's going to release next spring <laughs> final fantasy oh, 16 no, say this say this again well so final fantasy 16 it's going to have a like a big showing of a mixture of gameplay as well as like plot and um kind of the story and it's going to release in spring of 2022 okay i i would be down for that <laughs> i would be too I don't know <laughs> if it will happen, but yeah. I'm I'm I want your prediction to happen. I do. <laughs> I think I think like yeah, I misspoke there. November was for a, my other uh, prediction here. You're about but... to blow me out of my seat. <laughs> yeah, no, it was for the one right <laughs> above it. But it, I, you know, like that that would be too soon. I think tw spring 2022 is pretty soon too. But I just like the way I I see it is like we saw a pretty good chunk of final fantasy 16 at last year's sony presentation right like it wasn't a mm -hmm. tease it wasn't like final fantasy 16 in development like we got to mm -hmm. see characters in the world and like you know so like i just see like okay they're showing a lot more of that than they have of like the remake of two so like spacing wise i think if they could like release it in the same spot like a april you know that final fantasy remake launched uh in april 22 spot and then maybe they get that part two at the end of the year or you know spring 2023 i it's it's hard to say but i do think 16 will for sure come before part two that's my prediction so you i don't think you're going to be too far off on this because the way it worked with Endwalker uh, and yoshi p is working on the game same as what he's working with final fantasy 14 they announced the Endwalker trailer. I think they first showed the first trailer. I want to say January, February, February, My, no. February. February sounds about right. Yeah. Releasing expansion this fall. So if we get something big from 16, like I don't think you're very far off on them being able to get us this game early next year. Mm -hmm. And I like it. I want it to happen. <laughs> if there was ever, if there was an ever a prediction on this list that I would love to will into existence, it's yeah. this one, Luke. Let's start talking about it in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's plausible. Like it's like it's it would be a get hype announcement for me because like 
I, as you know, like I've been really into Final Fantasy recently and um, I enjoyed 15. Like I just like with, I love seven remake. Like it would just be awesome to like get into that. Um, and I think it's, I think it's plausible for this spring or up next spring. So um, what else you guys got for square? A lot, but <laughs> I'm going to save some of my other ones too. Um I want to I want to br- breeze over the remainder of my list, but I don't want to go into any detail on it because uh, I don't want it to count as some, one of my predictions for my for my five. But Project Triangle Strategy shows up and we get an actual title. Outriders DLC is going to happen. Final Fantasy Origin is going to be shown trailer and gameplay. And so let me ask you this. Do you think Project Triangle Strategy, are they just going to drop the project like they did with Octopath Traveler? Is it just going to be called triangle strategy (laughs) it'll just end up being triangle strategy and um i i I didn't yeah i almost i almost went with it like saying that it's going to get a release date or something like that but i'm not i'm kind of just sitting on that one but it was it it was in my general list i went more into 16 for what i was going to go for production prediction which is trailer and release date um uh and then kind of everything else we're just gonna we're definitely gonna see there i feel so outriders dlc just seems like a perfect opportunity because mm-hmm. the game needs one now yeah. i think it's time for it um because i know that i kind of lost track of it as soon as i hit the end game because i wasn't playing with friends so like giving me a story to go back to the game on um is a, it, it's going to help me out with with playing the game again so <clears throat> so I'm going to take us in the Nintendo. Okay, go for it. I, I believe that this year at E3 that we get a Metroid Prime trilogy collection. Yes. Yes. Will it happen this year? <laughs> I think it's going to happen. Okay. I think with the culmination of the Super Nintendo Switch, that's going to be piled on as well. I think that this is going to be the right piece of equipment for them to have to give us something gorgeous out of the Metroid Prime series. I don't want to say four. I would love to see it, and I hope somebody has a spicy prediction for it, but I'm definitely leaning hard on a Metroid Prime collection. Okay. Yeah, I made that exact prediction last year because that rumors for the, the Prime trilogy making its way to switch have been around for a while and man yeah it just sounds like for a while yeah Mm -hmm. it sounds like it's like it's just like cash cash it in at the bank like it's it's a sell right it's perfect for the the prep of like fours coming out soon all those fans get revisit you know the the first three games all those people that never played the first three games can visit it for the first time jump into the the fourth one when it releases like it just like it's just like why won't you do it like it just like it seems like it would print money it's like one of those nintendo like recipes for like ultimate success that just is like why why hasn't it happened yet you know it's what so they do my, best. They they give us the old stuff, right? Yeah. Slap a new slap a new tire yeah. or a new picture on top of it and put a 70, 60, 70 dollar price tag on it. We buy it. Like yeah. please Nintendo, listen. <laughs> Take my money again mm-hmm. for these same games. So that's I, I think my thinking with with uh the Metroid Prime trilogy is that they were waiting till Metroid Prime 4 can be released within about a year right. of the trilogy. So if they come out, they announce it at e3 this year and they say okay well this is you know fall of this year whatever Mm -hmm. and i think 
that means Metro Prime 4 is going to be coming out fall of 22. That would be that would be my thinking is to give people a year to get through that trilogy, get all caught up, and then we can release our next big thing. Is that your Nintendo prediction? That's that's not a prediction, no. Okay. But that's that's just I'm kind of just going off of what you said. I I think yeah. that's why it hasn't come out yet is because they want Prime 4 to be within reasonable distance mm-hmm. of the the trilogy releasing so that people are it's still fresh in people's minds right. when it comes out. Yeah. Sort of a Mass Effect Legendary Edition versus Mass Effect 4 which we'll probably see at EA play and we'll talk about predictions mm-hmm. for that obviously later, but I I get what you're putting down there. I like it. I like it. So how how many uh, I've lost count of how many official do you Steven do you have a count of how many official predictions I've You done? and I are at 5 right oh, now. Okay, we are at 5. Okay. And, I've only and done Adam's 3. At, yeah, Adam's at 3. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I guess I can do I can do my next one then. <laughs> Go yeah. for it. Uh so on the flip side, like I think I think you're you're probably right with the trilogy thing. Uh, this is maybe a little bit more spicy, but I just I want to kind of will this into existence and say that maybe in addition to I'm not saying that it has to be one or the other, but I am predicting a new 2D Metroid being mm. announced. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. And yep, and not having... like not like a remake like they did with uh, what was it Metroid Two Samus Returns or whatever. Yeah. Uh, brand new 2D Metroid. That would be awesome. What was the last 2D Metroid that came out? Uh, it was that remake. Yeah. That remake, right, for the 3DS, yeah. Yep. What was it? It was uh, the Metroid for the Game Boy, and they it remade the Game it? Boy that... one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Metroid 2 from Game Boy, they remade. That Which I guess maybe game. they got tired of all the fan-made metroid 2 uh remakes that people were doing and they uh what they did they uh cease and desist uh, a whole bunch of those and yeah. one of them i think was multiple times mm. so so they were like you know what we're just gonna do our own and from what i understand it wasn't nearly as good as uh am2r it's usually <laughs> the fan case with game. those things yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah that would be that would be awesome like the thing, uh, it's just like there's the yeah, there's three Metroid pillars there, right? With four, the trilogy, and then the two D. Like those are all things that I've seen kind of thrown thrown out over the years. The two D, especially, um, e- uh, even at like uh, smaller like directs, like you know, early first quarter, fourth quarter direct presentations, not like their their main E three one. You know, do we get a two D Metroid? I w- I would love that because I never like. I've I've played 2D Metroid games, but I never really had the accessibility to like them. So yeah, I would love like, and and the thing is is like, 2D games now in 2021 are just like like they're incredible, right? They're they're so uh, innovative in, in how they that genre has like expanded, and I just think like it would be awesome to like have that on a Switch like that experience pairs perfectly the handheld console like 
Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. It's not a lost. It's not a lost form to gaming. 2D, yeah. you know what I mean. Even with all these glorious games with their fantastic graphics and they blow you out of the seat with the cinematics and all that business, like 2D is still mm-hmm. still producing. They, they're still producing some really great games out of that format. So, yeah, I'm with you. Um, okay, well, why, why don't you do your last one then, Adam? Your fifth one. Yeah, uh, which one do I want to do? It's more Nintendo. Uh, I doubled up on Nintendo (laughs) because that's the one that just speaks to me most. Uh, And I guess since nobody has used it, I'm going to say Breath of the Wild 2 is announced. Gameplay and release date for... Hmm. When when is this gonna come out? Everyone thinks it's gonna be the end of this year, but we all thought that last year too. Um, I'm gonna do it. It comes out this year. Nice. Okay. Comes out this year. I like it with the Switch Pro or Super Super Nintendo Switch Special Edition <laughs> one, probably too, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm surprised nobody. I'm surprised nobody took that. I mean, I had it there. I figured it was kind of one of those low-hanging fruit situations, and but since nobody, since nobody used it, I figured why not? It was it was on my list, um, and breezing over my list, I was like, because I I did multiples just in case like anything came out between now and recording for any spoilers or whatever you guys would choose or anything like that. So I had, I had backups and it's one of my backups on here. Yeah, my backup here was uh, Splatoon 3 deep dive at the treehouse mm-hmm. um, with a beta announcement. Gotcha. That's that was a backup. Cool. That was a backup. Yeah. I almost said that anyway, because <laughs> I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for Splatoon 3. So It'll be a good time. Pretty hype. Yeah, I ha- I had that exact same one in my list too, but I didn't make it a official one. But just because like, yeah, there's so many rumors. It seems like it's got to be real. Like Breath of the Wild alongside Switch Pro. I really hope it is this fall. I could see it like being like a spring, early spring situation. Like do they release the Switch Pro around the same time they release the Switch in March or something like that? Like that is a possibility, but um i don't know everything's kind of pointing to the end of this year so let's let's hope but um all right question for you guys yeah. so now that we've got all five let's so we've been mentioned we have other things on our list mythical games and freedom games um who are they and do you have any idea on what they're going to be showing us mythical games and freedom games doesn't yeah. ring a bell they're on Monday. I don't uh, know if you all saw Capcom's doing a thing too. Yeah, Capcom. Monday. I have Capcom predictions. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I when I was prepping for this initially, Capcom hadn't like had the official announcement, and I was going to add it, but I wasn't sure. So I do have some Capcom ones as well. But uh... and since I have no idea what they're up to these days, my easy one for Capcom was uh, Monster Hunter Rise DLC is going to be coming, mm. and then. I was like, maybe because it's been a long time, but I know there's some drama mixed up with it. But I was like, what about Mega Man? Like, wouldn't it be great to see a Mega Man show up uh, with Capcom and and them give us a new Mega Man game? That would be really cool because it's been a bop since those two. So it could also be, you know, people have wanted remakes of of some of the 
sort of spin-off games like Battle Network, people have wanted like remakes or new versions of that. So maybe if it's not even like classic Mega Man, uh, it could be one of those or both. Yeah. Who knows? I would love to see some Mega Man though. I, I would really like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, my Capcom one was Resident Evil 4 remake, which would be really you basically already played yeah like your texture pack <laughs> yeah my texture mod and field of view field of view mod and <laughs> power of pc gaming yeah no it i think it like obviously makes sense of like oh, re2 remake re3 remake but like re village that just launched and was very well received is like so much re4 re4 is also like the most probably well-loved game in the series it is also just got an announcement for uh, a VR version. Like it just like they're killing it with Resident Evil right now. Like if they announced it here, this would just like totally capitalize on that momentum they've already made of like pumping out RE games every single year. So um, that are good. So I would really love to see that. And then my other Capcom one was um, uh, a new Marvel versus Capcom game. And the one that I is never probably going to happen is like a uh dead rising reboot but not uh, it's it, this is where it gets interesting because dead rising is like well, zombies duh but like mm -hmm. a reboot similar to god of war but like just like reinventing the franchise in a new innovative way that um isn't like a typical zombie apocalypse you need to kill a bunch of zombies in creative ways like taking that ip and maybe doing something different with it i don't know but i like i yeah. like that idea yeah because that was another one that i think uh you know dead rising was a ton of fun i was going back through on stream one day my xbox trophy list and that mm. game came up and i was just like it immediately went back to the good memories of running around that that dang mall <laughs> picking up orange juice <laughs> yeah you know, running the truck through the parking garage so you could get the achievement yeah. for killing 10,000 zombies. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> God, what a game. Yeah. What a game indeed. It was a, That's a good one. I like that. Um, how about Bandai Namco? You guys got anything for them? Some fighting game, probably. <laughs> um, maybe uh, maybe a, a Warriors-type game, right? Don't they do, um, like, Hyrule Warriors? Uh, yeah, I think they're in those ones, like Samurai Warrior or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they you know where I went with it? Maybe something like that. What what's that, Luke? Sorry, I was just gonna ask, are um are they publishing uh Elden Ring like uh Yeah. yeah they are. Oh. oh okay, yeah. yeah. So I that I think right. yeah, I think Elden Ring's gonna be shown. Um we are gonna see it this like next week That'd we'll be... I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping, man. Oh well, my gosh. The meme will <laughs> end. The meme's gonna end this weekend. <laughs> I hope awesome. Oh, that's that's a spicy. It is a little spicy. Because, yeah. so, man, is that game ever really coming out? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, it probably would it would get published by them. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just looking at that. I was to like, not see it at like Xbox, though. I would I would because didn't it wasn't it announced at an Xbox? You know, I think you're oh, right, yeah. Adam. I think it was shown on the Xbox stage 2019. Um, yeah, you might be right on that i guess it would come down to if they're gonna have it on multiple systems 
Yeah, and like it could be one of those things where like like we've seen previous of like here's like a very short snippet at this conference and here's like a bigger mm-hmm. look like when you talk yeah, about square like, tune, or... tune in to bandai namco's yeah, presentation exactly. on tuesday for a, right. a deeper dive on elden rings right. plot or yeah. something like that yeah could be yep so for my bandai namco i saw elden ring but i decided to go real immature with mine katamari Ooh. give me a katamari right yes please yeah i would love that like yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to see a Katamari come out of Bandai. That'd be really good. Because well, you should have made that one of your officials. I almost did. <laughs> That's I was a, like, yeah. <laughs> and then I stopped at Nintendo. I was like, ah, because I was staring really hard at that Bandai Katamari one. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> but it's there. It's on my list. Um, well, and the last Katamari game was a remake, wasn't it? It was a remake. It was, added yeah. On the yeah. Switch. yeah. It was a ton of fun. God, it was a blast. It was so good. Yeah, that you know, Luke. Sorry, go ahead. I was just, well, it, it's sort of off topic. I'm just kind of thinking back over the ones that we said. And I, I know you specifically mentioned it earlier, um, but I'm a little surprised that, uh, still a little surprised that you didn't predict Splinter Cell because I think you <laughs> predicted that last year. I'm, I'm pretty and sure I've predicted little, it every year for the yeah, last like. <laughs> I'm a little surprised that didn't show up for you. The reason well, why. There's, there's the whole thing right now right where they're doing like a whole big crossover game aren't they with splitter cell and uh, some other like isn't that already out in the mix and well the the joke is splinter cell has been in like in the last like five years like he's been on almost every ubisoft game but his own so Mm -hmm. it's like 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 making cameos and stuff yeah like he's been in uh some mobile games he was in like Mm -hmm. a ghost recon he was in um maybe the division i don't know like he, he like their main ips like their main military shooter stuff like he's made appearances in but i don't know like i i i thought about going for that one but it's just like you know when you make the same prediction year after year after year and it's just you're disappointed it's like well maybe this year if i don't predict it this will be the year it's actually announced so that's kind of i'm trying to use some like reverse psychology this year adam and like hope that <laughs> it works out for me and we can we can do that. And let me tell you, I would be hyped because I, I'm playing a ton of Hitman right now. Like I'm obsessed with that game, and I'm not typically a stealth guy, but like I'm really interested in in stealth right now. And uh, playing Horizon, replaying Horizon, doing some Hitman. Like yeah, that like stealth is like a genre that I don't, it doesn't have a huge following compared to some other big genres, but there's not a lot out there and and ever since like metal metal gear kind of died out it's like where's the spy espionage games you know like really it's just kind of hitman sitting out there so i think that's an opportunity that ubisoft like could capitalize like there's a there's a space in in the market for it as well as you know the fan reception would be unreal the yeah so and I completely agree. Like the, right now, I think everything is prime for a Splinter Cell game. Everybody wants it. We've got the new systems. You can mm-hmm. really do really good things with ray tracing and lighting oh, with God, one of those yeah. stealthy type games. Uh, your fast frame rates, like it would be gorgeous. It would be a great thing to play. Um, what I was speaking on is two days ago, PC PC uh, uh, gamer. Um, somebody had leaked that a Splinter Cell Division and Ghost Recon mashup FPS is rumored to be in development right now. And that's the only thing that was kind of holding me up from saying just blatant Splinter Cell 
is I wanted to see if there was going to be anything about this particular monstrosity that they're putting together, if that's mm-hmm. going to be what's going to be going down. But I think, yeah, like they're so primed for, for Splinter Cell. It's time. Like this has mm-hmm. been something I think people have been demanding for such a long time um, to the point that it's gone beyond just the fans of the series where it's like somebody, somebody give us this, this, yeah. this game. So, yeah. Good one. I yeah I think Ubisoft like it would be smart for them to do that because you look at their IPs and they have like some in in the fantasy and they have some in like uh, more like like I said the military shooter type of genre and like they have these like franchises that kind of cross over and yeah it makes sense for them to do that with Splinter Cell like if they want to kind of like like pair it to something they could I also think like the Again, I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but like Assassin's Creed could do something similar to that with like Prince of Persia of like, let's set an Assassin's Creed game in um, Persia. And like, then we're giving, we're kind of like catering to two audiences and it's like making the pool of people bigger. Like, I just think Ubisoft is one company that just has so many IPs at their disposal for that. So yeah, Splinter Cell, I think is one, but it, it is, it is a touchy subject. They have had, they've received hate for, you know, putting Sam Fisher in in other IPs before so if they do do that I think they need to have like the the emphasis be on the Splinter Cell IP and less on the other ones but you know make it all kind of in the same kind of Tom Clancy universe or whatever yeah all right all right bonus ones we bonus ones bonus. yeah so yeah. Adam why don't you explain what our bonus ones here we have a couple bonus predictions that we wanted to make so yeah the one is the uh for for the kind of funny fans they know the (laughs) the gatorade get hype you know announcement the thing that's probably not going to happen but still plausible and if it did uh you'd be just super hype um steven i think you said you wanted to try and rebrand that didn't you yeah, I'm rebranding mine. I'm not gonna <laughs> okay. be the Gatorade get hype moment over here. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta rebrand for mine. You guys can still do the Gatorade get hype because <laughs> you're, you know, you're big kind of funny fans. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna brand out mine in a little bit of a different way. We'll see if you want to take it on. It's up to you. I'll let you. It's, it's free game. But I got you. I got you. The other one is the, um, basically the impossible. The, the thing that's just, it's literally not going to happen. The Gatorade get hype is, is plausible, could happen in a million years. This other one is just not going to happen in a million years. So, um, but it, it's, it, it's something that you would just absolutely lose your mind. You would, you would die, you would cry, you'd do all the things <laughs> if it came to fruition. All right. Okay. So, Stephen, why don't me, um, I, I want to I want to hear what you're rebranding the thing. Yeah. So maybe you should give us yours first. My Is it the Dr. Pepper get hype. My Dr. Pepper power up point is a snap and or sword and shield gets new DLC. Ooh, okay. That's my that's I'm going to be super hyped about it um, because I and, and here's why it's like it's it's likely, but I don't think it's going to happen. And it's because they've got a lot of Pokemon business happening right now with legends and, um, with the, with the remakes that are be coming out, uh, later this year. I just, I, I'm not seeing that, 
uh, Snap and Sword and Shield kind of being on the on the forefront of getting new content. But I would love it if they did, especially Snap. I would love to get back into that. Uh, and of course, Sword and Shield. I mean, any of the Pokemon, any of the current Pokemons that they're running right now, if they gave us DLC for it, like I'm back into the world again, all over again, mm-hmm. trying to fill up the Pokedex or the photo decks, uh, finding more Bidoof, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, but that's my Dr. Pepper power up point. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> do you want, do you want mine now, Adam? It, it, whatever. <laughs> sure. I'll give mine, <laughs> but there's a pause there and I saw you look at me like, okay. Um, so sorry. What was that Steven that you said? The Dr. Pepper power-up point. You don't have to use it. I like it, though. I like it. And it's kind of more our brandy anyways, because, like, two of the three of us are obsessed with DP, so (laughs) it makes sense. Um, Okay. Actually, you know what? No. You go first, Adam, because I want to think about this, because I kind of have, like, two, and I'm, I'm, like, on the fence. So you go first, and let me think it over a little bit. All right. So uh, it's it's been largely discussed right zelda this is the everyone's expecting zelda 35 year anniversary thing like we had mario 35 last year metroid is in the same boat you know maybe a metroid 35 despite all that my my you know get hype my dr pepper power up hype moment would be (laughs) (laughs) a new 3d mario game so whether it be odyssey 2 or something brand new i i don't know but i would love a new 3d mario game you know and again there's plenty of of zelda that could come out there's plenty of metroid that could be coming out but i would i like i don't know i love odyssey so much i would love an odyssey 2 or something similar um i i really don't want a 2d game um so i hope that's not what they bring i want i definitely want a 3d mario so that would be the the hype for sure. I mean, that would be incredible. It was, and I think it's like, I think it's more realistic than you think because you think mm-hmm. Odyssey came out in 2017, and that was a game that Nintendo showed off, revealed in the same year they launched a console. Um, you know, it was just like what seven, eight months later. So it was like, man, like I think the time is due. Like we need that that new 3d mario game and and yeah if it is uh, odyssey 2 awesome love odyssey that would be freaking fantastic but if they like did something brand new again with some whole new shtick or whatever i'm sure they knock it out of the park like usual so yeah like especially like yeah you talk about zelda 35 like we just finished mario but we did get that 3d collection like a bunch of people played uh 3d mario games for the first time sunshine uh, galaxy uh, you know so it would be it would be smart for them to do that i think that's the right call but with nintendo and metroid kind of being in the forefront of the nintendo conversation it's hard to see that happening but that would be awesome man i never even i wasn't even thinking of mario when i was thinking of these predictions but now you just got me excited for the possibility of that but <laughs> yep perfect perfect type of game to launch the the super nintendo switch with. yeah It'd be the yeah it's thing. it's just you know it's one of those things like it is it's plausible which is why i put it here yeah. not the impossible never gonna happen type of thing i i had a uh a more adult version of that that uh, title for the that sort of prediction that i'm not gonna say here <laughs> but uh, <laughs> 
so yeah mario 35 ended and uh you know i, I feel like i don't know it, it would just feel weird for them to come out and announce a mario game after yeah the mario 35 thing you know came and went so mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the thing that makes me sort of pause a little bit and say you know maybe that's not super likely and then we have the 35 year anniversaries for zelda and metroid it's like are they going to focus mostly on those two franchises so i feel like it's not likely to happen but i'm sure i'm sure it's in the works i mean i'm, I'm sure they're always working on the next mario game so i'm sure it's there i just don't know that they're going to show it here but if they did that would be amazing okay. they would win if they do breath of the wild uh two and a new 3d mario game and metroid the way that we're thinking, Nintendo wins E3. Nintendo well, let's hold E3. let's hold that thought because I do uh, I want to issue a question to the two of you um, at the end here. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> so my Dr. Pepper, I've already forgotten a point. Dr. Pepper power up point. Okay. I think we need to workshop that a little bit, Dr. but I love, Pepper I love the Dr. Pepper point. branding. Yeah. <laughs> I like the alliteration there. It's good. Um, <laughs> I think, so this is like a prediction I make every E3 and it's like one of those things that I would just like be ecstatic to, if it happened, I don't think it will happen this E3 or next E3, but I do think it is plausible. I think there is a chance this comes out at some point in time. Um, and that is like some sort of 3D collection of Zelda games. Now, when they announced Skyward Sword as a solo release, uh, I guess coming next month, um, that kind of like really defeated a lot of people's like hopes for some sort of 3D collection. But even if they just did Ocarina of Time and Jorah's Mask collection, the 64 collection of like a complete remake of those two games... Or even if it was just like Ocarina of Time remake and then two years later they did like they just started remaking some of these older games. Like I just like Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, some of these older 3D Zelda games like I hold so close to my heart and I loved playing them on the 3DS. Like it was just like incredible. So I'm ready for like, you know, that next batch and I, I think like you know, you look at remakes nowadays and you look at Resident Evil and Crash Bandicoot and just like remakes are, are doing some pretty impressive things these days and if they could give me the ocarina of time storyline because i just love that story and that game and everything that 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 version of hyrule and give me that in breath of the wild engine you know like just give me that um in a bigger scale add, add maybe some new bonuses into it maybe some new uh, locations that we could see in the Nintendo 64 version, but we couldn't access or something like that. Like, just give me that. Like, it would be awesome. You guys got your, your Final Fantasy VII childhood remake, you know, childhood favorite game remake. Like, I want my childhood remake. But I don't know. It, it's it's hard to say. I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, but I, I think it would... I think it's, it's, it's got to happen, you know? It's just got to happen. But it's at the same time, it's just Nintendo is one of those things like whenever I make a prediction for of like, it has to happen. It's like, well, Nintendo will just turn around and do something completely bonkers that you've never even thought of. So it's like, it's so hard to make predictions for them. But that one would of be my Nintendo idea. predictions that I didn't use was Nintendo gives us something we want 
but not the way we want it. Yeah. <laughs> so think like yeah. the uh, that that Animal Crossing like party game or whatever that they did. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even remember the, but something like that. That was one of my yeah. predictions that they're gonna they're gonna pull Nintendo and give us something that we want, but not yeah. the way we want it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm true. like the 3D the 3D collection, Luke. I'm right there with you. I was wanting that back whenever we were getting super hyped about the first direct in a long time, mm-hmm. and we were completely shooting for the stars. Um, I I hope so. I really do. I was leaning more into Metroid because just getting hyped for a possible Prime collection with mm-hmm. it. Um. But yeah, like it's it's just like with the with the 3D Mario's that they regave us, um, like it's an immediate day one buy for me if they make it happen, especially if it's that that Nintendo 64 realm of things, mm-hmm. um, you know, Ocarina, Majora's Mask, and and um, maybe uh, what Twilight Princess I think it was the other one or something. And Wind Waker, Wind yeah, Waker, yeah, Wind Waker, yeah. So like if they give us those. I'll be extremely excited because one, it's been a long time since I've played those. Mm-hmm. And based off the experience I'm having with this Mass Effect thing, like I'm I'm in a real big like give me the games that like give me that give me that ability to start collecting the stuff that I used to have. Mm-hmm. And that would be a big chunk of those games that I used to have. And yeah. I would love to see it happen. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like at the very like Skyward Sword is great, but it's just like even just the decision of like where is where is twilight princess and wind waker those got hd ports to the wii u only like a a couple years before switch came out so it's like and i i know like i don't i know it's not dragging like the the folder across into oh ported over to switch it's not necessarily that easy but it's just like it just is weird to me of like their decisions with some of these things of like I would have expected those to be ported over just like a lot of other Wii U games. Um, But instead it's like, nope, we're jumping past those and we're going to the one that a lot of people don't really think is that amazing. Like it's definitely not like the favorite in the 3D games. We're given that one. It's just, yeah, it's Nintendo gonna Nintendo. Like they just do what they want and we, we follow along. We buy their games regardless and it, it, the cycle continues. So, but yeah, I think uh, Metroid, to your point, Stephen, much more likely than this Zelda. But this would be this would be the one that get me out of my seat for sure. So, yeah. all right. So uh, the never gonna happen, Stephen. Uh, I guess we'll go back to you now. What is so the to, one? To, yeah, let's to hear it. Adult, what Adam called this in our in our <laughs> you know our our uh, team Discord. Yeah. I would poop my pants. I would <laughs> yeah. poop my pants. It's not going to happen. I, I'm I'm fully believing that this is that this is not going to happen anymore. I, I kind of shelved it for myself, but I will poop my pants if the Golden Age Super Nintendo RPGs find their way onto the Switch. That would be where I'm falling out of my seat and need to go to you know <laughs> need to go get a change of pants. Yeah. That's going to be that moment. Yeah, I me. think that's that's actually possible though. I think that's I possible. That. It's why why maybe, don't we have it? Why wouldn't we have it by now? Because they're, I don't know, they're waiting for the right time, I guess. They're they are doing Nintendo stuff. They're they are being Nintendo. Because we get, we get these, we get these games released on these virtual consoles that are just like, we got all the good stuff at the beginning. They gave us all the, what I feel, I all the good that, stuff at the beginning. And now they're trickling out crap. And, and I don't know why 
we don't have these things by now if we were going to get them and that's why i've given up hope maybe maybe they're waiting maybe they're waiting to see if people stop like paying for the online service and they're like okay we need to do something big to drum up you know subscriptions again let's put out these golden age rpgs on there that'll do it like let's start putting out big titles again so i think that's i think that's part of the strategy is they're holding on to some of these for like a rainy day mm -hmm. which they don't need because they're nintendo and you know but they don't care <laughs> they don't they don't care yeah that i love you nintendo it's like this it's very... <laughs> I, I know i know <laughs> it's a love hate there relationship. A yeah there's a tiktok i was watching tell me you know Tell me about a video game that you have an abusive relationship with. It's like, let me tell you about the company, video game yeah. company I have an abusive relationship with. So true. It's like, no matter what, I still go back to them. My longest prediction list is out of Nintendo. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I, I can't, can't stop. Yep. <laughs> How about you, Adam? So I cheated and I have two. Um, one of them would be a new entry in the Chrono Trigger series. So a direct sequel or just like another sort of like similar type of game would would be the the big one um, and, and directly directly related to Chrono Trigger as well. Not like, you know, we had that sort of spiritual successor in I Am Setsuna and a couple of those Tokyo RPG factory games. Not like that, like direct, uh, directly influenced by Chrono Trigger, either the, the events, the characters, what have you. The other one I saw this come up, and I, I think I've heard this before, and every time I hear it, I'm like, that would be so dope, and it's not going to happen. But basically, F-Zero as like a GTA-type game. Oh, man. Oh. That would be cool. Oh, that would <laughs> that would just slay. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like, yeah. Oh, that would be so good. I like it. So, yeah, I cheated. I had to because I couldn't pick between the two. I'm like, they would both. They're both equally impossible, I feel like, and I would poop my pants if either one of them were announced. <laughs> I well, you made up the category. I think two is okay. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> I, And I, it's okay with me because I cheated too. I put two as well. And I kind of extra cheated because they, they're both technically Sony, I guess. But it was one of those things <laughs> where... Definitely not going to happen. <laughs> well, definitely not. So... I'm put put these in the bank, put them away for whenever PlayStation comes out. But like they're never gonna happen regardless. So they're more of just for fun. Um so the first one is, and you'll like this one, Steven, I'm sure, is a Jack and Daxter reboot. And and by reboot I mean like we're giving we're we're going back to uh like we're not remaking precursor legacy we are going back and retelling jack and daxter in a brand new way but with the same characters you know like a reimagining a retelling um so you know not just like like none everything from the previous games isn't canon in this new line but you know you still have jack you still have daxter you still have uh precursor orbs like you still have like some of the things that you know from jack and daxter so that would be pretty cool and um maybe like less of uh i don't know i kind of want it to be like more like like not adult but like darker in a sense because like a lot of those people that play jack and daxter are kind of like adults now so like how can they take that ip and like cater it to that audience so 
but also still like having the comedic side to it and, and kind of the lighthearted family friend friendliness of it. So that would be cool. And then here's my one prediction that I've, I think I made it on one of the shows. I, I can't remember, but get this guys. Okay. Studio naughty dog pairing up with Marvel and they come out with a Wolverine game. Ooh. to the likes of like logan okay so i'm talking dark gritty stuff uh subject matter to the level of last of us part two but in like mature rating wolverine. yeah really mature rated wolverine like this is an adult video game not for kids you're you're playing as as wolverine and it's like this really awesome third person action game that is very last of us you know god of war type that but you're playing as wolverine it's just like an original story um you know based on maybe something that hasn't been done in the movies yet but maybe a comic story that is really cool that's revisited in in a format such as a video game and i just think that would be awesome and i think like wolverine is such like a dark gritty um marvel character and like i'm thinking of like okay he that's like my favorite uh superhero you know is, is wolverine and i would love a wolverine game so like who could do that and i think naughty dog would just be like the perfect pairing for that with like just kind of their tone that they've done with um last of us i think that would pair when we think of things like the movie logan and and tying that kind of tone to to wolverine i think that would be really really cool <laughs> Nice. yeah i dig it yeah i do too I, I i just hope in general like now that we had spider-man and you know avengers was you know kind of mixed reviewed but like with this new age of marvel and the mcu and like marvel's so big now it's like i just want to see some i want to see more spider-mans you know what i mean i want to see big budget triple a superhero games that aren't just like a you know, a Marvel versus Capcom or a Marvel, you know, like those very double A type of Marvel games. I'm talking like, give us the big IPs with the big triple A studios developing them. Like it would be awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 any other predictions we want to throw out here before we turn it over to the, the community guys, or did we get all, everything out that we wanted to mention? So uh go ahead <laughs> the the prediction or question i want to ask you guys is oh, right. uh, who wins e3 so this is kind of trying to put bias aside a little bit and who do you think is going to have the best balance of pacing hype quantity quality presentation the one more things like who has the best balance of that overall just best show who do you think like who who's going to come out of this with the where most people are like okay that was that was the one that did it hmm. i have to add this one second you guys can go um oh that's interesting yeah that's a good question i uh i want it to be nintendo because i love nintendo but it's just one of those things, like I mentioned before, I just have this this sort of gut feeling that Nintendo is going to 
give us things, but not the way that we want. Um, but I mean, even if they just show like, if they give us Breath of the Wild 2, they give us the Super Nintendo Switch. Um, there's there's a lot of hype that they can put in there that could end up putting them over over the top. Mm. It, I mean, I said it, if they give us, if Nintendo gives us Prime uh, Collection, yeah. Breath of the Wild 2, and a 3D Mario, they win. Because uh, on top of that, they've got the Super Nintendo switch coming so like you've got you've got a pile of stuff for us there plus then they're gonna they have a lot of time i think they're they're another one that's like what three hours i think they're running so they have they have a 40 minute presentation and then they have three hours of treehouse yeah so they've got a pile of stuff to give us 40 minutes is a lot of time for nintendo yeah yeah and and that's the thing like they're kind of pros at doing these directs like they're really good at at pacing Mm -hmm. and time Mm -hmm. and showing a lot of titles and a lot of good stuff um but they've you know our last direct you know if if it's on that same you know what was it back january february february i think if it's if it's of the same caliber like that's not an e3 winner Mm no um so i don't know Depends on what they give us. That's why I'm hesitant to say Nintendo. I want to say Nintendo and I'm in the same boat of like, that's the one I'm most hyped for anyways. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say Xbox and Bethesda is going to come out as like the general consensus of like who won E3 because this is their first big uh, time together, right? Bethesda, Xbox kind of sharing a presentation together. And um, I think this is really going to be like an important E3 for um, Xbox and like just trying to, you know, we're, we're into the new generation now. Like last year we didn't have E3 in the traditional sense. So that lead up to their series X and like, this is a new chapter for Xbox and you know, 2013 we're, we're past that. This is the future of Xbox. Like, I think this is the show that's going to like, capitalize on that message that like phil spencer planted back in 2017 when you know game pass came out and studio acquisitions have started to be made like it's all been set now we've gotten a bunch of announcements from these studios already we were we're well aware of projects that are already been announced there's going to be some that haven't been announced so it's like it's just going to be that combination of um great stuff that we're really excited for like halo infinite like starfield and then we're also going to get brand new ips announced and everyone's going to just be like man awesome can't wait to play this with game pass you know can't wait to to play this on on x cloud or whatever like it's just like i i think like especially with sony not right after them and like beside them and that typical sony pony x Xbox, you know console war of like always just like who won ps playstation or xbox it's like well now xbox has that room to kind of like breathe they're like the biggest showing here so that's my guess i think for me go ahead i think for me it's it's maybe going to be a coin flip between square and nintendo my my i think the the thing that worries me about xbox is the fact that their show is like two hours long um and I, I think the pacing isn't going to be good, right? They're going to show a lot of games, but they're also going to have a lot of filler stuff. You know, they're going to have the the interviews. They're going to have maybe extended gameplay 
sessions of games. Like, I think the pacing is going to be off. Uh, whereas I think having these more condensed, um, you know, condensed presentations from Final Fantasy and Nintendo um, are going to be a little bit better suited. So while it's shorter, I think they're going to utilize their time a little bit better. So it, it's going to be between them, those two. And for Square, it kind of depends on like what they end up showing, right? Is it going to, are we going to get all those Final Fantasies? Because if they do, if they do show all those, it's going to be awesome. But I think in the end, hanging my hat on Nintendo, although I'm very, very skeptical to do so. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to go Nintendo. Come. Um, I'm going Xbox Bethesda. I think Microsoft Bethesda. Um, and I'm, and I get, I definitely get what you're saying about uh, Square and Nintendo probably having better pacing because I mean, they've done, they do these present, uh, you know, Square Enix presents and Nintendo direct. So the digital, the digital play field, they're very good at. So they're really, really good at it. And they're going to, they're going to understand that more than Xbox. But I think overall for who has, who has the prime ability to show the best and will probably show the best lineup for what we can expect over the next coming years is Microsoft and Bethesda. And it's not one of those, like, whenever I think about this show that they're going to give us too, it's not going to be, well, if they do this, this, and this, whereas with Nintendo, if they do this, this, and this, they win. Or if Square does it, if they do this, 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 and win, and they win. Whenever I look at Xbox, it's just like, they, uh, if they don't win this, it's going to be uh, such a letdown for for us because two hours of sh of stage time yeah it's probably just going to be their standard e3 conference sort of presentation with the the gameplay aspects to it but they're also going to have these huge blockbuster announcements i think and i think that they have this would I, I was just sitting here thinking while while luke was giving his points the other thing that i would add in along with what luke said is this is i i have a feeling with xbox and maybe this is a little bit of hype hype boy in me or something like that or fanboy but I feel like that even if Sony was at E3, they would be hard-pressed to compete with what Microsoft could potentially be putting up this year. Um, and that's on solid, safe predictions that we've been making off this. We haven't even talked about the things that we haven't seen yet and what they're, they have in store for us over the next uh, next half a decade or something. So, and, and with having the prime that we got in 2019 and, and 2018, 2019, buying all, all the new studios, getting everything up and running, putting money into these things, getting people hired, pulling in Bethesda. Um, I think what they've got is a great chance to kind of come out on top for the year. If they give us a really good show with some, uh, uh, with what they have in store for us because we all know it's there it's all lingering mm. we know what they got now all they have to do is just show it and, and put it in action and game pass i mean playstation fanboys oh it's gonna ruin gaming no it's just gonna ruin your playstation experience is what that's gonna do because <laughs> when you're sitting here buying battlefield for your playstation i'm just sitting back and waiting for them to make the announcement on saturday that it's coming to game pass day one that's all yep. i'm doing you know so so Real quick, I just realized that we may have missed some some potentially spicy yet maybe low hanging fruit with Capcom, and that's their game Prag Pragmata Pragmata. Oh yeah, that they showed off during the PS5 event last year, so they could maybe show that at their conference uh, this year or their showcase that they have this year. It'd be yeah. exciting to see. I'm interested in that game. Me too. 
Um, that for our listeners that maybe don't know what that is, it's basically the way I described it is it's very Kojima esque because it, it, is it is one of those like WTF, what did I just see kind of thing. So, yeah. but it looks very intriguing. Like something that is like that's very surreal, like that is like, yep, I'm sold. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to to derail the conversation. No, I just that's a good point. remembered that popped up. But um, yeah, Stephen, from what you were saying, the points that you were making, you almost had me convinced to change my answer on that. But I think I'm going to stick with Nintendo because I'm believing that they're going to bring those things that uh, are going to make make me want to poop my pants. So. <laughs> yeah, they're going to they're run a clean show. They're get, you know Square and Nintendo are going to run a cleaner show than what Xbox is going to. I'm not even arguing that point at all. It's it's all on what they're going to give us yeah. in this huge library that they've been developing yeah. over the course mm-hmm. of the last you know three four years or something like that. But I will say this: if Nintendo gives us the list that I said, they win. Just be <laughs> pure out of pure content, yeah. they win. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, two. We're going to move on. We're going to end off the show because we're running a little long and we actually got a lot of uh, submissions for question of the week. So we're probably going to just go straight into that. Uh, The one last point I want to make a couple things that popped into my mind just now, uh, Lucasfilm, there was some announcements earlier this year. Uh, Ubisoft is doing a star Wars game. Do we see our first look at that? That's a little thing that I just thought of probably not, but maybe. And then uh, Indiana Jones machine games, over on the Bethesda side, um, they had that teaser that came this year. Do we see our first look at the Indiana Jones game? So, like, there, there's, like, some new IPs over at Bethesda um, that just got announced this year. And I'm not talking Starfield or Elder Scrolls that are could be on the horizon, too. So, man, I just... It's going to be great, guys. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait next week to, to do all our reactions and all the announcements. And, you know, like, those are the, the really fun ones. The prediction ones are, are awesome because it's fun to kind of, like know fantasize of what we could see Mm -hmm. but actually getting into the nitty-gritty afterwards and sharing our favorite moments from all the presentations are is easily like the best episode of the year so i'm really looking forward to next week so and yeah this steven thank you for recording all our predictions we can uh tally them up next week and see who came out on top Yep, not me. List. My my <laughs> predictions don't age well. <laughs> Tomorrow, everything Adam yeah. predicted gets blown out of the water. Debunked. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, so by the time you guys are listening to this, it it went up Thursday morning. We recorded it Wednesday evening, um, and Summer Game Fest is happening this morning uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So who knows? There maybe there's already things that have debunked our predictions by the time you've heard them, but. Um, hopefully it was really entertaining and um, to listen to, you know, what we are hoping to see at E3 and what our expectations are. So let's let's turn it over to you guys. We had uh, Nishan, the, the master of questions, issue the question out to you guys over on the Discord. Of course, you can answer these questions as well by going to invite.gg slash games are fun questions are asked by nishan over on the question of the week channel you give your response and we read them on next week's episode so we asked you guys what are your e3 predictions um and we got a bunch of responses so bear with me here we're gonna go through them all some really great responses i want to say right at the top thank you so much to everyone 
who submitted uh, an answer here because that's it's really fun to just kind of get and see what everyone else is kind of thinking because there's some good suggestions here on stuff I never even thought of and I'm like you know what if that did happen that would be hype as hell. <laughs> so we're gonna start off with BJ Bernardo says Final Fantasy VII remake gets released on Xbox Game Pass. So not only just making the announcement for Xbox but coming to that Game Pass subscription service. Um, he also adds Microsoft Flight Simulator coming to consoles, which is planned, but uh, we don't know yet. Uh, oh yeah, releases within a month between June 13th and July 13th, so coming soon. And then uh, we'll come to Xbox One along with Xbox Series S and X. And then Mad Hatter 1138 says Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 Plus 4 Remake coming out later this year. And Thug 1 and 2 remakes in the works. And Danny, you're just a man after my heart right here. This would literally, <laughs> this would be actually the real, I would lose my shit if this got announced. Because <laughs> there's no <Okay>. way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, The pants would be pooped. Um, and, and for those that don't know, Thug is Tony Hawk's Underground, yes. correct? Yes, Tony Hawk's Underground 1 and 2. Um so and those were the ones where you could like uh get off your skateboard for the first time and thug 2 kind of was introducing the uh jackass cast to the game and stuff so that would be cool uh nishan says xbox and nintendo will have stellar shows ubisoft underwhelms doug bowser tries his best but no one can compare it to the charm of reggie <laughs> breath of the wild 2 trailer and release date smash character revealed um, oh yeah, none of us. Uh, none of we us never really talked about that. Yeah. So my thing was is that I wanted to predict that that'd be a thing because I'm sure it will be. Oh, I yeah. just I had no, no idea, idea who would be who to, here. Who to yeah. even pick for it outside of a meme person like oh it's gonna be Goku or yeah. it's gonna be Crash or something know. like that. If they do yeah. another anime character, do you do, people are gonna freak out if they do another anime character. Yeah, yeah, I would love character. to see. I would love to see Chrono, but I mean he's an anime sword character. But I mean. Watch Give us them Gino, Nintendo. Gino. Gino's <laughs> the only one that makes sense. Gino. <laughs> yeah, Gravier in 1984 asked Nishan, so a new Pokemon or Fire Emblem character, which do you think it will be? <laughs> Nishan says, neither. It's going to be the Fortnite guy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, and so uh, Clo wrote in, said, Final Fantasy 16 is a given, but if they did a remake of 10, similar to 7, I would cry tears of joy. I want an Age of Mythology remake too. Amazing game. So that'll be out of the PC show then as well. That was such a tough one to come up with a, with a prediction for, but I like that Age of yeah. Mythology for PC. That'd be good. Yeah, I'd be, I'd also be down for seeing, uh, I know we got a little bit of a snippet uh, on Age of Empires 4 earlier this year, but that's supposed to come out this this fall. So again, just kind of maybe showing that game. I would like to see it a little bit more. Um, I'm expecting to see it for PC. Yeah. If you're, if you're wondering. Yeah. yeah. Um, James Halliday says, I'm predicting a 2D Metroid with maybe a teaser for Metroid Prime 4. It's happening. Um, and Nishan adds uh, one more <laughs> thing that he will cry if they show Breath of the Wild 2. Um, Polar adds in as well, new Smash Fighter perhaps. Um, I think that's pretty much all we got on the Discord on the Gap Discord. So let's head over to the Kingdom. 
So X Gear Freak X says new Halo gameplay. Uh, gameplay and release date for Starfield. Trailer for The Elder Scrolls 6. Teaser for a new Fallout. Hideo Kojima new IP for Xbox. Gameplay for new Fable. Maybe announcement for Scalebound coming back. EA reboot for Dead Space. Holy moly, these announcements. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> fire yeah. predictions, right? Those yeah, are really fire. Very spicy. Yeah. I think the Scalebound one is just that, that's so spicy. <laughs> that's the spiciest for sure. You know, I will add, Gear Freak, that I'm not sure if you're aware, but there is a spiritual successor to Dead Space um, that actually just got revealed last year um, during one of the stupid digital events, and it was called the what was it? Um, frick, let me just Google it. I can't remember the name of it now. Um, spiritual successor. Let's see here. The Callisto, the Callisto Protocol. Um, it is a Dead Space spiritual successor, and it was revealed at the Game Awards uh, this past year. So there is kind of a, a new Dead Space, and um, yeah, I one note to your Hideo Kojima comment. I would love to see Hideo Kojima's next project some point this year, but I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but that would be really cool too. So yeah, thank you everyone uh, from the GAF community and uh, uh, also um, from Gear Freak over in the community uh, responding to Steven over there. We really appreciate you guys giving those responses because it makes the show really fun to interact with you guys and see what, what you guys are thinking in terms of uh, the topics that we're talking about every single week. So thank you so much for that. And uh, our new question that we're going to issue to us is obviously... What did you think of E3? What were your favorite announcements from the E3 presentation? Did you maybe have a specific showcase or presentation that was your favorite? And then kind of following up to Adam's question there, who do you think won E3? So multiple parts to that question. Just kind of give us an overall summary of what you thought. And we'll be sure to read it on next week's episode alongside our own thoughts on E3 week. So that's it. That's the episode. Um uh yeah i i don't have nothing else to add i don't think so um thank you so much everyone for listening to this episode of games are fun uh steven thanks for joining as always where can people keep up with you uh everywhere at lordly king s dot twitter twitch instagram and on tiktok yeah go check out those those lore tiktoks so uh that steven's bringing almost daily so people are loving them yeah one a day I just take a little something from Final Fantasy 14, give you an idea where it came from. It's been a lot of fun doing them. And uh, we'll be starting into some new stuff. I've been running through one piece of content from 14. We're done and at, over with with it. So we'll be going into something new, and it's going to be special and awesome, and I can't wait. It's going to nice. be a really good one. I'm excited. How about you, Adam? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at AdamPalooza85. Great. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Luke Allen Arm. And you can follow me on twitch.tv slash Luke the Llama. I'm a little bit of a hiatus right now from the Twitch channel, but we'll be back soon. Um, yeah, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at GamesAreFunPod. Make sure you're joining that community Discord invite.gg slash GamesAreFun. Uh, if you want to email us, you can reach us at contact at GamesAreFunPodcast.com. And you can also... Uh, keep up with us 
over on YouTube. Just search for Games Are Fun. All right, um, that has been our E3 predictions episode for the Games Are Fun podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend checking out all the game announcements. And uh, we'll celebrate with you next week. Twitch.tv slash Games Are Fun podcast. TBA. So make sure you're over on uh, our Twitter page to know when that's going to be happening. Um, But yeah, have a great week, everyone. And we'll talk to you later.